the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. The Holy Spirit will never tell you to do something that the Bible says is wrong or is sin. And sometimes people will say, "Why? Well, I feel like God's telling me to do this. Or I feel like God has told me that it's okay that I do this. Well, not if it contradicts what the Word of God says. Because the, God is, the Holy Spirit is never going to tell you to do something in, in conflict with what the Word of God says. The truth isn't always what you want it to be, and it's not always what you feel either. When we follow our own feelings and emotions, we can end up in places far from God. In today's message, Pastor Dan will urge you to stay rooted in God's Word as you pursue the truth. In the world today, we have access to all sorts of information. But just because it's out there on the internet doesn't make it true. Seek the Lord as you study the scripture and the truth will be revealed to you. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of John chapter 16 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. says again in verse 12, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. You're not bearing what I've already said to you. I'm not going to say more to you. Jesus says, I've got a lot of stuff I still want to tell you, but you're not, you're not ready for it. However, verse 13, I love that word, however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. And I, I pointed this out before in a previous study, but it's worth pointing out again. Notice Jesus calls the Holy Spirit He, not it. The Holy Spirit is a person. It's not a force. It's not a power. It's not an you know energy that we can command. And I emphasize that because there are some who treat the Holy Spirit like a force, that you can command, and the Holy Spirit will do what you tell it to do. The Holy Spirit will obey you. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Godhead. The Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit, understand this, this is how it works. The Holy Spirit uses us as we yield to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit doesn't yield to us, we yield to the Holy Spirit. It's the other way around. The Holy Spirit uses us as we yield to Him. In Galatians chapter 5, it talks about walking in the Spirit. It talks about being led of the Spirit. It talks about 
living in the Spirit, all of those describe us submitting to the Spirit. Submitting to His will. Giving the Spirit control. That's, that's the nature of the relationship. It's not the other way around where I control the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit does my bidding for me. It's not a genie in a bottle. It's the Holy Spirit of God. He's the Holy Spirit of God. And as I'm submitted to the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit can work through me. As I'm following in step, being led by the Holy Spirit, then the Holy Spirit can work through me. Jesus said, there's a bunch of other stuff I want to tell you. You can't bear it right now. However, when the Holy Spirit has come, He will guide you into all truth. You should underword that word, underline that word guide in your Bible. Jesus says here, and don't miss this, He says the Holy Spirit will be your guide. I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm not going to leave you on your own to figure it out. Once I leave, the Holy Spirit will be your guide. Now, show of hands, how many of you have ever traveled to a foreign country and hired a guide? Anybody? I'm not talking about a guide book. I mean, an actual person that you pay money and you hire to guide you around that country. Uh, earlier this summer, a group from us from church went to Israel and then we went to the country of Jordan. We had a guide in Israel, Andre. Uh, and then we had a different guide in Jordan. We had a Jordanian guide named Fadi that we hired to take us around. And the reason you hire a guide for a trip like that to a foreign country is because of the knowledge, the experience, the expertise, the care, and the security that they provide for you. In the country of Jordan, for example, everything's in Arabic. Every sign is in Arabic. All of the street signs are in Arabic. There are very few people in that country that we encountered that spoke English or spoke enough English that you really could communicate with them. I would not even attempt navigating the country of Jordan without a guide. Because you can't read a single sign. You would be hopelessly lost, scared, and frustrated if you tried to navigate a country like that without a guide. The guide you hire, that guide is a local. He is a native to that country. The guide speaks the language. They understand the culture. They know their way around. They know how to get places. The guide plans out your schedule each day for you, where you'll go, how long you'll stay at each location, uh, when you'll eat lunch, where you'll eat lunch, what you're going to eat for lunch, how much time you have for lunch. The guide handles everything for you. They do all the interpreting. They're the ones who check you into your hotel so you don't have to try to check yourself into a hotel without speaking the language. If anything goes wrong on the trip, someone gets sick, the guide takes care of it. He knows what to do. He knows who to call. So when you're traveling in a foreign country with a guide, you can relax, you can sit back, you can enjoy the trip, 
And the funny thing is, when you're on a trip like that, most of the time, you have no idea where you are. You're in a foreign country, and you have no idea where you are in that country. You don't know if you're going north or south or west. or You have no clue. I remember we were in Jordan. We're riding on this bus. It all looks the same as we're driving around. Can't read any of the signs. And the thought actually occurred to me, this guy could be driving us to the Iraqi border to sell us to ISIS. I wouldn't even know until we got there, you know. But, you're, but on the other hand, it's, it's totally, it's carefree travel. Because, because the guide's in charge. And I don't need to know where we're going. The guide needs to know, but I don't need to know. I don't need to know where we're going to eat lunch. The guide, the guide handles that. He's in charge of all of that. I, I can just kind of sit back, enjoy the trip, and as long as I do what the guide tells me to do, and not try to go off on my own, as long as I do what the guide tells me to do, when the guide tells me to do it, I'm going to have a great trip. Well, guess what? The Bible tells us that we are foreigners in this world. This world is not our home. Heaven is our home. And we are foreigners in a foreign land. We are foreigners dwelling in a foreign land. And we are, we are in a sense, just journeying through this unknown country. And we could be hopelessly lost and scared and frustrated as we're journeying through life, but God has given us a guide, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is now our guide to give us, to get us through life. And listen, listen to me. The Holy Spirit will take care of everything. Your job is to just let the guide be the guide and you be the passenger. And let the Holy Spirit take care of everything and you can just sit back, relax, and enjoy the journey. The, the guide knows everything. The guide knows where you're going. He knows when you're going to get there. He knows what's going to be there when you get there. And we're just kind of along for the ride. And that's the role of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the guide. He, he knows where you're going. He knows where he's taking you. He knows what's ahead. He knows what's going to happen. And your job is to just do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do when the Holy Spirit tells you to do it. And not worry about the details. The Holy Spirit's got the details. He's the guy. You just do what the Holy Spirit tells you to do when the Holy Spirit tells you to do it. And you're going to have a great trip. You're going to have a great journey through this life. You start going off on your own. You know, I want to go over here. I want to do this. And the guy's saying, come back over here. Stay with the group, right? And you say, no, but I want to go over here. Well, then you're going to run into some trouble. But as long as you're doing what the guy tells you to do, You'll have a great journey. And that's the Holy Spirit. And that's how that's what it, it's talking about, being, you know, being led by the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit to be our guide through life. And, and we don't have to have it all figured out. We don't have to have all the details. We don't have to worry about the details. The Holy Spirit has all the details worked out. Our job is to just follow Him and be led by Him and do what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. Notice again, look at the verse Jesus says, the Holy Spirit will guide you into all truth. And there's a definite article there in the Greek, so it's, he will guide you into all the truth. He's not talking about generic truth here, he's talking about the truth of God. The Holy Spirit will guide you into the truth of God. For he will not speak on his own 
authority. But whatever he hears, he will speak. So the Holy Spirit will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. So the Holy Spirit will guide us through this life, and the Holy Spirit will speak to us. The Holy Spirit will communicate to us, but the Holy Spirit's not going to speak on his own authority. The Holy Spirit will only speak what he hears. The Holy Spirit will only speak what he receives from the Son. Just as Jesus did not act independently from the Father, the Holy Spirit does not act independently from the Son. The Holy Spirit speaks what he receives from the Son. What does that mean? What does that mean for us? Well, here's what it means. The Holy Spirit will never tell you to do something that contradicts the Word of God. He's never going to speak independently. He's never going to tell you to do something that contradicts the Word of God. The Holy Spirit will never tell you to do something that the Bible says is wrong or is sin. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Sometimes people will say, "Why well, I feel like God's telling me to do this. Or I feel like God has told me that it's okay that I do this. Well, not if it contradicts what the Word of God says. Because the, God is, the Holy Spirit is never going to tell you to do something in, in conflict with what the Word of God says. He only speaks what He hears. And so, whatever the Holy Spirit communicates to you or impresses upon you, it's going to be in agreement with the Word of God. So next, Jesus says, the Holy Spirit will tell you things to come. Things to come. He's talking about future events. He's talking about prophecies. There, there are many prophecies of future events found in the Gospels and found in the epistles that were given by the Spirit. And there is, of course, the book of Revelation that describes things to come in the world clear through eternity. So you think about the Bible. The Bible begins with creation, Genesis 1, and it ends with eternity. And all of history, human history, through eternity. And it's all revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. He tells us things to come. When you read the book of Revelation seven times, in the book of Revelation we read the sentence, He that has ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. And so the Holy Spirit tells us things to come. Verse 14, Jesus said, The Holy Spirit will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit will glorify me. And I want to tie a couple other verses into this verse here. If you want to turn back with me 
to chapter 15, verse 26. Jesus says, Therefore, when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. He will testify of me. So the Holy Spirit testifies of Jesus Christ. Then look in chapter 16, verse 8. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment, of sin, because they do not believe in me. So the Holy Spirit will convict people for not believing in Jesus. So the Holy Spirit will testify of me. The Holy Spirit will convict people for not believing in Jesus. And then here in verse 14, he says the Holy Spirit will glorify me. Will glorify me. The Holy Spirit points to Jesus. The Holy Spirit points to Jesus. The Holy Spirit never glorifies himself. The Holy Spirit never puts the attention on himself or the focus on himself. The Holy Spirit will never say, look at me. The Holy Spirit always glorifies Jesus. And the Holy Spirit never glorifies a person or puts the focus on a person or elevates a person. The Holy Spirit never says, look at this person. Look at how anointed they are. Look at how powerfully I'm using them. The Holy Spirit never glorifies a person. The Holy Spirit glorifies only Jesus. He magnifies Jesus. That's his job. He's directing all attention to Jesus. So, what does that mean? That means if a person is filled with the Holy Spirit, what are they going to be all about? Not the Holy Spirit. They're going to be all about Jesus. If you're in a Spirit-filled church, what's that church going to be all about? Jesus. Jesus. Not the Holy Spirit. The emphasis of that church will not be on the Holy Spirit the emphasis will be on Jesus. And people in that church will talk about Jesus and sing about Jesus and worship Jesus and be all about Jesus. Not the Holy Spirit and certainly not man. All about Jesus. That's when you know the Holy Spirit is at work. When all the attention is on Jesus Christ. Look at verse 14 again. He will glorify me for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. So the Holy Spirit declares the things of God to us. Turn with me over to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. The Holy Spirit declares the things of God to us. This is a um, probably a well-known verse, probably a verse you know. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9. But, it, but as it is written, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. 
And when someone quotes this verse, they usually stop right there. Right? And they say, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. People read that verse, they usually say that, you know, it's talking about heaven. He's got all of these, you know, wonderful things prepared for us that no one's ever seen, no one's ever heard of. And we're not going to see it, we're not going to hear it until we get to heaven. And they always stop right there and they never read the next verse. Read verse 10. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. These things that eye has not seen and ear has not heard, and the things that have never entered into the hearts of man, God has revealed them to us through the spirit. They have been revealed through the spirit. So the Holy Spirit reveals the things of God to us. It's part of his ministry. And you've experienced that as you're, as you're reading the scriptures, maybe. You're going through the New Testament. You're going through the Old Testament. You're having your quiet time, your devotional time. The Holy Spirit begins to just speak to you about a passage of scripture and gives you understanding, gives you insight. Or maybe you're talking to someone about a particular situation and the Holy Spirit just gives you just understanding of what's going on with this person. Or maybe a word of knowledge, you know, which is one of the gifts of the Spirit. You have this impression that this person is, is doing something. You, you know, it's just it's from the Holy Spirit. Where he's, he's revealing things. He's showing you things. That's the ministry of the Holy Spirit. He shows us the things of God. Now go back to John chapter 16, verse 15 here. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. So Jesus says, all things that the Father has are mine. Father has given everything to Jesus. John chapter 3, verse 35, the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hands. Matthew eleven twenty-seven. Jesus said, all things are delivered to me by my Father. Matthew 28, 18, all power is given to me in heaven and in earth. So the Father has glorified the Son by giving him all things and entrusting all things to him. And the Holy Spirit glorifies the Son. So you've got the Father glorifying the Son. You've got the Holy Spirit glorifying the Son. All of the attention is on who? Jesus. Jesus. Because Jesus is the one came to this earth and gave his life and died on the cross for our sins to reconcile us to God, to make a way for you to be forgiven of your sins, to make a way for you to be reconciled to God, and to make a way for you to have redemption and restoration. And so all the attention is on Jesus because Jesus is the one who fulfilled God's plan of redemption for us. And so you've got the Father glorifying the Son by giving everything to Him. You've got the Holy Spirit glorifying Jesus and only speaking the things that Jesus says. And Jesus is at center stage. All of the focus is on Jesus because of what He did for us on the cross. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the 
that's all we have time for today on Ring of Truth. Thanks for joining Pastor Dan as he continues his verse-by-verse, chapter-by-chapter study of the Gospel of John. If you'd like a copy of the message you just heard, you can find it on our website, calvaryec.com. We also encourage you to subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast on iTunes. That way, you'll never miss an edition of this program. We'd love to hear from you here at Ring of Truth. Give us a call at 410-491-4592 or email us through our website, calvaryec.com. Let us know how you've been impacted by the ministry of Ring of Truth or how we can pray for you. If God's doing something wonderful in your life, we'd love to rejoice with you. That number again to reach us is 410-491-4592. Do you live in the Baltimore, Washington area? If so, you're invited to join us here at Calvary Chapel this Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. for a time of worship and Bible study. Calvary Chapel is located in Columbia, Maryland, only minutes from Route 95, Route 29, or Route 100. Find out more at our website. Again, that's calvaryec.com. With that, we've come to the end of our program for today. Join Pastor Dan next time to continue studying God's Word, right here on Ring of Truth. It's true.